There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Cincinnati's Q102 Jeff and Jen, partly to mostly cloudy today. Increasing clouds this afternoon. We might see a shower this evening, a high of 43. It is 27 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. And 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese joins us now, so you don't waste your money. Hey, John. Good morning, Jeff, Jen, Fritch, Tim, and which one of you has started working on your taxes? Ah, uh, oh, already. Oh, you know, two I, men I just, in the room. I just, ha- I just, ha- I just have a little folder. So as the stuff starts showing up yeah, in the did, mail, well, that's what I, I just kind of does that count? I just yeah, I got a pile. I got a pile. Oh, ten ninety nine showed up. Well, I'm just going to stick that in this Ooh, little folder. On my we desk. did get our W two. Did you, you guys get yours? Yep, I got mine. Oh, yeah. That's pretty sweet. I don't have mine yet. I better check on that. So this is the week that the W twos, the ten ninety nines, come out, and filing started last week. So you can officially file but hey here's the thing don't file until you get all your statements that's the worst thing people want that refund so bad that they file and it's like Mm -hmm. oh no but you got to be careful because there are scams out there that are trying to get you and trying to snag you and especially at tax time this is a scary one have you heard about this one the fraudulent filing the fraudulent filing files in your name with your social security number and they get your tax refund Uh. and so then you go to file like in a month and it's like uh, where's my tax refund? Well, wow. you filed already. It happened to thousands wow. of people last wow. year. It's why the state awful. of Ohio now has some identity quiz that you actually have to take to get your refund. Because what's happened is there have been so many data breaches that these data thieves have the social security numbers and they're randomly filing tax returns. But that just wow. helps you on the state level, though, yes. not on the federal level. Yes, correct? on the federal level. The state level has this ID test. State, uh, federal does not yet. Uh, the PIN number is supposed to help you, but still, uh, if if you've been a victim of ID theft at all, one of these breaches, file it sooner rather than later. Don't right. wait until April 14th mm-hmm. to file because Good that gives these, these scammers a lot of time to plug in Social Security numbers and possibly file. The other one to watch for is the IRS phishing email. Did you ever get an email that said yes. click here for the status of your tax refund? I've already gotten two. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the IRS phishing email. you got to watch out for that one. It looks legitimate. It has the IRS logo. Click here for your info and your refund. And there's no I got another one that said that my 2014 return was wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah, they'll say your return has been flagged right. yeah, has, because of problems. Click here. It's all about malware, spyware. Don't click there. The IRS will not email you. The IRS will also not call you up and threaten you with arrest. And I know you guys have heard about this. <laughs> you sure one, about that? But boy, people fall for it. I'll go ahead and tell you. I had to call the, I had to have a conversation with the IRS at mm-hmm. one point because of my taxes. And it was the best customer service really? I've ever gotten. And the woman that I spoke with was so nice. Really? It was like one of those, oh crap, I gotta call the IRS. She didn't you know, have this a, is gonna be ugly. This she didn't have a bad. thick foreign accent no, and threatened no, you with arrest and, was, said, no. and, said, and said the U.S. magistrate is on his way and he's gonna arrest <laughs> oh. you in two minutes. No, and send I even told her. If you don't yeah. send us all your money now. And I even told her, I'm like, at the end, I'm like, I gotta admit to you, I am just shocked oh, right now and thank good. you for being so that nice. That is so nice and, to them. Yeah, yeah, the ones the ones who call you and say that you're about to be arrested, uh-huh. those are the She's scary. very nice. And then she had me send a check to Kenya, which I thought was weird. Yeah. Yeah, to Western Union. to wire the money. <laughs> Ten grand. Got to watch out for that. Later today on nine on your side, gas for a buck twenty-five in the tri-state. We'll show you where, so you don't waste your money. All right, thank you, John. Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the second date update with Jeff and Jen on Q102. When are we going on our second date? You said you'd call me. How long should I wait? So it's a bummer when you go on a date and you think you're knocking it out of the park and then you never hear from the person again. No matter how hard you try to reestablish connection, you're thinking, what did I do? I thought for sure I was in. I was in and and then nothing. And Hank is kind of in a similar situation. Good morning, Hank. Hey, good morning. I just kind of breezed over the email, but if you would, for the benefit of uh, Jen and everyone else, if you could tell us exactly how you met Tina and how that first date went, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we met at the gym, basically. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a personal trainer there, and she had just joined. You know, that whole New Year's resolution stuff, I think. Oh, right. so it's been uh, packed, hasn't it? You've probably been a little bit crazy. Yeah, it happens every year, but it's fine. <laughs> um, so, you know, I noticed her. Totally cute girl. And luckily, she didn't hire me to train her. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So, you know, taking an interest in her romantically wasn't an issue, you know, with my boss and everything. Oh, because that's got to be a conflict of interest if you're making passes at the people that you're training. Yeah, they frown on that. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, you know, I keep my nose clean with that. So anyway, you know, I chat her up while she's on the treadmill. And uh, and then I had a client, so I had to go. And it kind of worked out that she finished her workout around the same time that I was done for the day. So, you know, we ended up walking out of the parking lot and, um, you know, we chatted and stuff. And she happened to mention that she just became vegan. Vegan? Um, yeah. Gosh. That's, that's a dramatic awesome. lifestyle change. Sure is. 
It is, but it's got benefits, and I know because I'm a vegan. I've been a vegan for two years now, um, and it's been great. Okay. You know, never look back. Nice. Good for you. So that gave you something in common, something to talk about. Yeah, and I kind of seized the opportunity, and I was like, well, I offered to take her out to dinner to show her really how tasty, you know, vegan lifestyle could be. And she agreed, and I thought that worked out pretty well. That's, That's cool. pretty smooth. Where'd you that take very her? smooth. Well, I took her to Bouquet in Covington. Oh, I didn't know they were vegan. They're not, but they have a couple of vegan things on the menu. Oh, mm-hmm. that's nice. Are they one of those say, ones I, that I've market been there. with the I know vegan? I've had a meat dish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now they have some great vegan stuff. I've, I've not been there and tried it, but I do have a couple of vegan friends who've told me before because I've asked them. I'm like, where do you go? I'm not shocked though. Everything there's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, dinner went great. We had enough having like a lot in common, and I mean, I was definitely attracted to her. Uh, and I was getting all the signs that, you know, she was into me, too. So okay. there were a couple of times that she was a little quiet, though. I mean, she seemed a little shy and sort of drew into herself. But uh, first date jitters, first date nerves yeah. to be expected. Yeah, it's all good. So I ended up, you know, when I took her home, went in for the kiss. And then I got the whole cheek thing, you know, mm. turned her head. Gotcha. OK, but whatever. Um, but she still smiled and, you know, was friendly and all that and thank me for having such a good time hmm. but it's been over a week now and uh i haven't seen her back at the gym she doesn't return my calls or texts or whatever so i don't know i'm kind of baffled i hope you guys can you know get a hold of her i gotta tell you that I, i'm no disrespect to you i'm i'm not baffled i mean it sounds to me like she wasn't really into the date and she wasn't that into you and when she turned her face could have been because you said something or maybe you're not her type and I don't mean that as a slam to you at all, but I, th- I feel like we're at a point where we're just trying to find out what it is about you that maybe she didn't like or if there was some move you made or something you said or did that turned her off. Or do you really think that there's a shot at a second date here? I don't know. It seemed like all the signs were there that everything was fine. I didn't notice anything, you know, along the way, no like, big red flag. So outside of the know. kiss outside of the kiss you didn't think that she was standoffish or quiet or anything i mean you know uh, the conversation sort of ebbed and flowed and you know there were times that like i guess she didn't really have like a whole lot of knowledge base on what we were talking about sometimes so yeah. she got quiet but right. i didn't notice you know anything wrong all right I don't know. well i'll tell you what let's take a break uh, i'll put you on hold fritch will get the phone number from you and then we will call tina and see what she was thinking about Hank during this date and how she feels about him moving forward. Coming up next with Jeff and Jen here on Cincinnati's Q102. Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the second date update with Jeff and Jen on Q102. When are we going on our second date? So Hank went on a date with this girl, Tina, that he actually met at the gym. He works at the gym, and while he's not allowed to date clients that he works with, there are no rules as far as people who just happen to go to the same gym. So it just so happened one day they were getting off, the same, they were leaving the gym at the same time, uh, engaged in conversation in the parking lot, discovered that they're both vegan. So Hank took her to a vegan restaurant, seemed to have a pretty great night, decent conversation, although he did mention that she was kind of shy and quiet. Did she seem shyer and quieter to you during the date, Hank, than she did normally in your encounter with her at the gym? We only really got to chat here and there for like 10 or 15 minutes at the gym. Right. So I got, I got to know her more on the on the date. Okay. So the date 
went relatively well. Hank was feeling it, and then he took her home, went in for the kiss, and that's when she kind of turned her head and and let him lay one on the cheek, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. And she hasn't been back in the gym. No. See, that's not odd, though. You know people fall off oh, hell in yeah. January. You hey. go the first week, and then you never go again. <laughs> <You're done. laughs> Yeah, I mean, if she were a client of mine, that wouldn't happen, but, you know. Sure. Yeah, so we're going to call Tina and see what she thought of Hank and her date with him. Hello? Hi, Tina. It's Jeff and Jenna, Q102. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Well, listen, uh, are you okay with coming on the air with us for just a few minutes? We wanted to talk about a friend we have in common. Are you calling me for a second date update? We are calling you for a second date update. Yeah. Well, that's just awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you I say that? I know, I know who this is about. Who is this about? Is this about Hank? It is about Hank. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Hank's the guy. We're moving along well here. And why? What happened? It was a night. Um, I admit he was he was super gorgeous and had a body to die for, but he had an ego to match it. It was. Um, he spent the entire dinner telling me what to and not to eat to lose the excess weight around my middle, and then like how to tighten my thighs and how not drinking enough water is affecting my skin. How sexy I will be when I lose weight and firm up. Oh. I just walked from the date feeling so much worse than I did when I decided to go to the gym and get in shape in the first place. The first oh, place. gosh. Okay, so these were not things that he was saying in response to questions you asked him then as a personal trainer. No, he was just saying them as if I was a new client. Or even just offering up, you know, what kills me. He, says, he said you would be so sexy and hot when you lose the weight and firm up. So yeah. you're not sexy and hot now is what he was insinuating. Right. Yeah, and then I just feel so self-conscious now. So yeah. I haven't been back to the gym and I haven't returned his calls. It just was making me feel a little off. You know, no one wants to hear that. You want to hear that you're sexy now. Right. No, 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 no. That was not my intention at all. Uh, I was paying you a compliment. All right, I could see that you have so much potential. Uh, if you would do a couple of things I suggested... You would be smoking hot, girl, okay? Oh, dude. Dude, she's smoking hot now. Yeah, stop future tensing her. I thought a woman would want to know that. Some women, you know, no matter how hard they work, will never be beautiful or sexy, all right? She absolutely could be. I'm like, what an ass. I mean, I, oh, now, I, ah. As much as I want to say... Dude, sometimes you just have to leave the gym jargon at the gym. You need a shovel. Shoveling, You're going to yeah. need a shovel pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. You're getting... It's one of those things that you, you, you can think it, but you probably ought never say it. Yeah. Because I would think that there's probably... Every person in this room has probably seen someone at some point and had said, if they would just do this, they would be a lot more attractive. Mm-hmm. Or if they would just do this... But you never ever say that to you don't somebody say to them unless they're yes. asking you to. Even then, you got to walk. Yes. With very, very yes. Take it from a man. Toe. Even then, you don't say anything. Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, you just 
Yeah, unless that is your job to help people attain whatever goal it is that they're going for. Yeah, but guys, you forget that's what I do in my career, okay? I take people where they are, I see their potential, and I help bring them up a notch or two. So that's all I was doing. I meant nothing sinister by it. I, I gave you a couple pointers of how to bring you to the next level. That's all. I didn't hire you as a trainer. You need to like me the way I am right now. I mean, are you going to stop loving whoever you're with if she doesn't stay smoking hot her whole life? Good question. No, but don't we always strive for being healthy and fit and active? And, and that's what I'm doing. I made the steps to go to the gym and change my eating style and telling me how hot I will be. It just didn't make me feel great. I wasn't feeling it. There probably are some women that would hear that and take it as a compliment. Some people need negative motivation in order to get motivated. If someone says to them, you know, like, hey, if you do X, Y, Z, you're going to fit into the size zero. And that's kind of like a negative thing saying you're not a size zero now, but you will be really pretty when you become one. Some people like that kind of thing. Not me, but. Not me. (laughs) Not you. in, In a gym setting, that might be okay. We were on a date. Right. All You're right. supposed to feel, you know, pretty and, and wanted and yeah. sexy in that moment, and I and I didn't. Well, it doesn't sound like we're on the same page. I really put a lot of priority with health and, and appearance and, and achieving my goals. So I just I don't think it sounds like we're on the same page. So I think I'm going to kind of retract the whole second date thing and respectfully wish you a good life. I wasn't really offering a second date, but thank you. Okay. All right, okay. people. Then we're good. Hank, if we can ever help you out again, don't hesitate to give us a call. Tina, thank you for taking the call and laying it out there for us. I think we all kind of learned a lesson here today. Thanks, Jeff and Jen. You take care, you sweetie. It. Bye. Good luck to you both. Keep it fit. Now, if did you... Did say keep it fit? Yes, he did. Listen, if you are obsessed with image... Uh-huh. This is the man for you. This is your guy. He can help you out, guide you in the right direction, yeah. and take care of you. Uh-huh. I just can't believe Not people that. feel like they can say stuff like that to people, and it should be okay. A lot of people think it and don't say it and quietly judge you. And then there are people that liked it, that are cool with hearing it, that yeah. want to hear it, you know? Encouragement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's their motivation. That's their encouragement. Mm-hmm. So if you've been out on a first date. Haven't heard back and want to know why? Give us a call, 513-749-2320. Or you can email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Well, I don't know why we traveled tonight. We knew the weather, it wouldn't be right. I'm afraid we'll have to camp on the road. Six hours, we've been here in the cold. This uh, group from Indianapolis <laughs> called the Endless Summer Band got stuck in the snowstorm for 13 hours over the weekend. Oh, God. And about halfway through, they wrote a song about it and posted it on YouTube. Because what else are you going to do? No kidding. You're... I'm glad they found something to entertain themselves and kept it light. You That's know? right. Well, we started out this morning just moving like a traveling band. Good. Now the story is making the news. Chains outside the 
Well, yeah. that's lucky. It looks yeah. like a tour bus. That when I watched that video and I was like, what a what a great place to be stuck if you're on the road for 13 hours. Yeah, I mean, they had enough time to you know conceptualize that, write it. Mm-hmm. I bet know, they did it. Arrange quick. it, put yeah. it together, sing it, record it, post it, <laughs> and they're still not moving. And do the remixes. Yeah. Now what do we do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they can do a whole album. Yeah. That's very cool. Love up. Yeah, earlier we were talking about this woman in Charlotte, North Carolina. Her name is Amanda Anderson. And she went into labor on Friday in the middle of the blizzard and couldn't get to a hospital. The crazy thing is that she was at the hospital and they said, oh, no, you're not ready yet. They sent her home. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. And she had all this anxiety because she said, I know how this is going to go. This snowstorm is going to come and then I'm going to go into labor. And sure enough. Self-fulfilling prophecy. That's exactly what happened. Thank you, insurance companies. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the paramedics luckily were able to brave the storm. They got there just in time to deliver the baby, and she and her new daughter are fine. Perfect. Her vitals were perfect. Everything was awesome. I was worried that if we were driving there, we weren't going to make it to a hospital because I wanted to go to Lincolnton where my doctors were. I was just bewildered. I was sitting there like, I can't believe this baby just came out the way that she just did right now. And this quick, it was just out of nowhere. I mean, I even almost fainted. I got weak in the knees and I looked back. The baby's head was out of her. And then all of a sudden, two seconds later, they told her to push. And then she pushed like twice and the baby was out. And I was just like, oh, I couldn't have done it. There's no way I would have made it in a car. I'm mm-hmm. grateful that they were able to get there as soon as they did. Lucky. Yeah, no How kidding. How scary, too, if you're that dad. You're like, oh, God, what do I do? Scary for everybody. Yeah. I can't even imagine doing that without, first of all, an epidural. No meds. <laughs> and then, yeah. Second of all, with no... Can you imagine with my anxiety what that would be like? You would pass out. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah, this reporter in Nashville was reporting live during the snowstorm over the weekend, and suddenly a guy, but this is what I love about live TV, especially when it's extended live coverage, Mm -hmm. where it gets to a point where they're just talking to fill time. Mm -hmm. Right. Hey, let's go back now out to so-and-so who's still standing in the middle of a snow drift Mm -hmm. with his yardstick. And this guy walks through his shot wearing no shirt. The reporter asked him if he was cold, and, well... Dude, aren't you cold? No, man, I'm from Wisconsin. From Wisconsin, everybody. Well, there you go. Hello, everybody. Let's send it back to you in the studio. I can't believe what we just saw. No shirt. But then we just posted video of those guys snow diving, right? Right. Snow diving and snow swimming. Yeah, the ones that uh, they were just showing on national TV, had they were swimmers, actual swimmers. With their caps on and the goggles and like they were going off the platform. I think that's how it started. And then everybody was like, oh, this looks like a great time. Mm, Let's do it. it. But some of the video, like I posted it on our Jeff and Jen Facebook page, but some of the videos, I mean, you don't even see the people at all once they dive into Mm -hmm. the snow until they start to move around. Completely buried. Yeah. It's crazy. That cannot be good for you. I'm sorry. The shock of the system, just like those polar plunges, which are awesome because they're raising a lot of money for charity, and I think that's very cool. But, oh, my God, I could never... And the lifeguard in me is going, you don't know what's under that snow. You better not go head first. Well, that's <laughs> true. It better be eight feet yeah. or more. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You're right. No, you're not kidding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You could bust your face, break mm-hmm. your neck. Ooh. No, they're lucky. Forgot that picnic table was under there. <laughs> oh, the snow will be the death of me. My-
my frozen toes are numb. Winter always gets the best of me, the worst is yet to come. People say the frost is beautiful, but I say they are dumb. This I know, well, I hate snow. We'll see more clouds moving later on this afternoon. Increasing shower possible. High right around 43. It is 27 with Jeff and Jen. I'm from New Jersey. When you're from New Jersey, you have to have a great sense of humor because we have the fattest governor in captivity. Have you seen Governor Krispy Kremes? Everywhere I go, people are like, you think Chris Christie's going to run for president? I don't think he can walk for president. How do you fit a round president in an Oval Office? I did a show once and Chris Christie was in the front row. I said I'd be remiss if I didn't first address the elephant in the room. Which if you follow American politics, you know that's a fat joke and a Republican joke. Could you imagine if that comedian were going after a female for her weight like that? That was comedian Jeffrey (laughs) Ross. I know. Why is it acceptable? Why is it okay for people to make fun of men who are overweight? Yeah. And not women. I don't think it is. It bothers me. I don't like. In fact, that's one thing I don't like about Jimmy Fallon. It bothers me that he. That he rips on Chris Christie. He does. He, do- he does do he, that a lot. It just, it feels like such a cheap, easy joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just... Low-hanging fruit. Absolutely. And I don't like it. That comedian's like that, though. He is a that dirty, Jeffrey Ross is nasty. raunchy is. man. Yeah, if there's a roast, he's, he's there. Him. Yeah. 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 Although well, I he do usually host. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I wish we did have a fat president, though. I kind of it would be I nice. Know. It's representative of true America, of a, a of large me. portion of, of me. our population. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah, I actually uh, like Chris Christie. I do too. Here's a good sign that gender equality is moving forward. Speaking of double standards, mm-hmm. we now consider men and women equally skanky. Nice <laughs> when they go around indiscriminately hooking up. It's about time that men get the rap that women always have. Equality. Yes. A new survey asked people to name the ideal number of partners, sexual partners, that is. And the average answer for both men and women is 10. That doesn't make it (laughs) so. I like that. Good job. (laughs) 
10. That's the ideal number, not the Granted, actual average. Some of you will be higher than others. <laughs> but if the ideal is 10. That is the ideal for both men and women. All right. Some and people can't help but overachieve sometimes. <laughs> people agreed. That is right for two reasons. Uh-huh. Uh, it is enough so that they trust that you know what you're doing, but not so many that people think you're a little too generous. Right. The survey also found that any number of partners over 20 is a huge turn off for both men and women. And when you start dating someone new, only 35% of women and 30% of men want to know mm-hmm. how many people you have encountered in your past. You know, I think those that whole number thing, though, is a lot more... I, I think people get more upset about it when they're younger, when they're in their 20s. It's like where I'm at in my life right now, if I met a guy and he told me that he'd slept with 20 women... Yeah, it's in the and past. And he's in his... I'd be like... Big deal. I think it's funny, too, like, the more you get to know someone, like, in the beginning when you first meet them, you're like, oh, they haven't really been with that many people. And then the more and more and more you get to know them, you hear these conversations like, I dated this girl. I dated this girl. I dated... And I'm thinking the word date is, that is how many people you slept with? Holy bejeezel. I Netflixed and chilled with this girl. Yeah. I Netflixed and chilled with that girl. 25-year-old Justin Agosta is a minor league hockey player in Estero, Florida, but don't let his career choice fool you. He's clearly a hopeless romantic with a very fragile heart. This happened back around New Year's, but the details are just now coming out. Justin was upset with his girlfriend, so he went outside their apartment building with all of the love letters she'd written him, dumped gasoline on them, and set the love letters on fire. See, you don't really need gasoline to burn paper. No, you just need fire. Yeah. A lighter will do. But the fire spread and wound up burning the front of the apartment building before the sprinklers triggered. So Justin has now been arrested for arson, and he's been suspended from the Florida Everblades hockey team ever since. There's no word on his relationship status. All right, there's a list making the rounds right now. The 10 grossest things that you touch on a daily basis. And we already know that our phones are filthy. We've read countless studies that tell Mm -hmm. us that. But these actually might surprise you. Your toothbrush. Well, maybe that won't surprise you. Just putting it away while it's still wet evidently helps bacteria grow. Mm -hmm. Salt and pepper shakers. The ones in restaurants are the worst. Your keyboard, which is impossible to keep bacteria off of, and we never clean them enough. Mm -mm. Light switches. I didn't think about this. If people at work turn the lights on and off in the bathroom, the switch is probably filthy. That's why I like walking into our bathrooms where they turn on automatically. They're they're set off by motion. Yeah, they're nice. But I turn the lights on in here every day. Yes, you do. Just stay right over there. (laughs) Dish towels, unless you use new ones every few days. They make these. They have them at Kroger. Most Kroger's where they have like the party plates and the plastic cups. Mm -hmm. I don't know the name of the brand, but they sell like those. They're like napkins. They're like dinner napkins, but they're almost made of like this disposable linen quality. Mm -hmm. So it's not that paper that really thin paper but it's just a slightly thicker 
Yeah. You've seen them before. Napkin. They have like the little oval kind of things on them and Mm -hmm. you can wash with them. I think Mm -hmm. Dixie makes them as the brand. Somebody makes them. I will dig it up. But anyway, I love those because they're perfect for the bathroom. Just having a stack in there so that you're not using the same towel over and over again. And it's great for when guests come over. The faucet on your kitchen sink, they say, is worse than the one in your bathroom because it's, it's, it's also exposed to things like salmonella when you cook. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Let's not forget the remote control for the TV. When was the mm-hmm. last time you cleaned that? Oh, and you God. probably eat while you watch TV, so a lot of bacteria can build up there. Throw pillows. People never wash those, and they can That's get true. gross even faster than the pillows in your bed because they don't have pillowcases. I never thought about washing those. Yeah, I those. need to replace those, I think. Your seatbelt. Something else you never clean. And your car stereo is another one, which is why we strongly suggest you never touch this. Just leave it on Q102. Just don't even touch it. (laughs) There you go. It's an easy solution there. Just leave it right where it is. All right. Do you feel like you deserve a reward for surviving the worst storm ever? Well, we weren't really affected by it, but a lot of people who were affected in Kentucky and parts east feel this way. A new survey looking at the top 10 ways Americans indulge themselves during the wintertime. Check this out. Sitting by the fire, cuddling and drinking hot chocolate, lying around and reading a book, staying inside all day in your pajamas. Oh, that's the best. So far, I'm all of the above. Yeah. Sleeping in. (laughs) Baking something, then eating all of it. Does <laughs> <laughs> a frozen pizza count? Sure. Yes, it sure does. Staying in bed all day. That's my favorite, too. Uh, ordering in delivery. <gasps> taking a hot bubble bath. Watching TV. And the survey also found 50% of those people never feel guilty afterward. Nope. But there is a small percentage. 7% do feel guilty. Very guilty. So much so that they're probably not even enjoying it when they're doing it. Mm. So how do you indulge yourself when it's cold outside? Jets ate corner pizza. Oh, yeah. That's a good stuff. With pepperoni. And then if I'm really feeling it, getting the cinnamon sticks with extra icing. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. Food delivery. We I was telling Tim earlier, we had NYPD Pizza delivers these amazing sandwiches. But I do a combination of all those things. I turn on the fire, order the food in, lay on my couch all day in my pajamas. That's, I mean, a good, it, that's, that's the perfect awesome day. opportunity. Yep. Make myself a nice big bowl of creamy macaroni and cheese. Mm. And that sounds good. Watch Netflix. Chase it down with a hot toddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we actually made cookies yesterday and ate them all. What kind of cookies? Chocolate chip. Good. Like the break and bake? No, like real. Like, the real deal. Yeah, like Good Cole for House you. Scratch ones or whatever. Mm. Yeah. You weren't messing around. Yeah. Dim the lights. <laughs> watch a great movie on the flat screen. Q. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.